this morning I want to uh, share a message which is called, If I'm Hearing Voices, Does That Mean I'm Crazy? <laughs> this guy walks into a bar at the Leagues Club <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> we had beer instead of uh, juice for communion. <laughs> Joking. Um, so a guy walks into a bar and he orders a beer. Uh, he's having a sip of his beer and then he hears a voice say, nice shirt. He looks around, there's no one there. He's thinking, am I hearing things? Takes another sip from his beer and he hears a voice say, nice jacket. He's thinking, he's looking at the beer, he's looking around, there's no one here. He calls the bartender over, bartender comes over and he goes, I don't want you to think I'm crazy, but I think I'm hearing voices. I I hear this voice saying nice things to me. And the bartender goes, oh, it's fine. It's the nuts, they're complimentary. (laughs) <laughs> so if you <laughs> no, that's good is that that's good that's pretty good I think that's pretty good <laughs> so uh you know we hear stories of people that hear voices and then go on to do crazy things you know atrocities and different things and oftentimes we connect hearing voices with some kind of um schizophrenia which you know it can be but The reality is, whether we want to admit it or not, we are all hearing voices. We are all hearing voices at different points and different times in our lives. The voice may be telling you at a certain time to quit and give up. You hear a voice saying, give up, quit, you can't keep going. The voice can be telling you're ugly, nobody's ever going to love you. Sometimes we hear that voice. We hear that voice in our head, voice telling us you're stupid, you're slow, you're never going to get ahead. You hear a voice telling you that uh, you're never going to get out of this predicament. You hear a voice telling you you're never going to break this behavior, you're never going to break out of this addiction. This is your life for the rest of your life. We all hear voices at different times. Sometimes voices are clamoring for our attention like women on The Bachelor, (laughs) clamoring for the attention. (laughs) Of the, the one person. Um, but there's another voice, and that's the voice I want to talk to you about this morning. There is another voice, a voice far greater than every other voice that is competing for your attention, and it is the voice of God. God is speaking to you. He is, if you can believe that. Uh, I want to read a scripture, or verses, uh, uh, it's a few verses of scripture here this morning, and I want to speak out of this, but it's a great story in the Bible around this whole concept of God speaking. Uh, It's 1 Samuel 3, 1 to 11. I'm going to read it out. You can read it. It'll be up on the screen, um, or you can just listen along. So it's 1 Samuel 3, 1 to 11. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I didn't call you, go back and lay down. Every parent knows that command. (laughs) I didn't call you. Go back and lay down. (laughs) Um, So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. Samuel got up, went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back and lie down. 
Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. At a third time, the Lord called Samuel. Samuel got up, went to Eli and said, here I am, you call me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli said to Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, uh, calling as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears, who hears about it tingle. Amazing story. Uh, and I've got three observations and three lessons that uh, I want to look at this morning. Observation number one from this story, God still speaks. God is a speaking God. And God is speaking now. He was speaking yesterday. He's going to speak tomorrow. And He is speaking to you. The observation also that God doesn't just speak to professional clergy. God spoke to a young boy. God speaks to ordinary people. He doesn't just speak through uh, people in professional positions, uh, but speaks to every person that wants to hear. God is speaking to you. He's speaking to you today. He'll speak to you tomorrow. God is a speaking God. And He's not waiting for you to get your life sorted out either. Oftentimes we think, oh, when I've got my life sorted, when I get this together, then God's going to speak to me and He'll tell me what I'm meant to do. No, He's ready to speak to you today. God doesn't love you. God doesn't love you. Uh, doesn't love the person you're going to be. He loves the person you are right now, and He's willing and wanting to speak to you about your life, about your circumstances, about your situation right here and your future. God is a speaking God. The question is, are you listening? Because He is speaking. Uh, my second observation is. From this story, he's, he's the God of the second chance. I love the way Samuel heard the voice, but he didn't know it was God at that point. And oftentimes we hear God speaking, but sometimes we get confused. Sometimes we're not sure what we're meant to do. He goes to Eli, he goes, you call me, he goes, I didn't call you. Isn't it amazing that God doesn't go, oh, well, you're blown it, that's it. I gave you a chance, you're gone, I'm going to move on to somebody else. No, he's, he comes back to Samuel and calls him again. God is the God of the second chance. You might feel like, oh, I blew it. I blew it with this relationship. I blew it with my career. I blew it with this situation. I, I blew it with God. The reality is God still speaks. God still wants to speak to you about your life and about your future. God is the God of the second chance. He is talking to you. Observation number three from this story is that God not only speaks, He announces. It says there that um, in that last verse there, He called Samuel. Samuel said, speak, Lord, uh, I'm listening. And it says, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make it. God is an announcing God. He doesn't just speak, He announces. And if you read through the Bible, God is constantly and regularly announcing things. If you look at uh, Abraham, he announced to Abraham that he was going to be a father of the multitude before he'd had one child. God announced to Abraham what he was going to do. He announced to Moses, I'm going to use you to lead my people out of captivity while Moses was hiding. Failed. 
run away, was living in the backside of a desert, and God came to him there and, and announced to him his future, and he's de- declaring what he was going to do in his life. He announced to Gideon that he was a mighty man of valor, while he was hiding in a wine press and afraid of the future, discouraged about what wasn't happening in his life. And God came and announced to him, you are a mighty man of valor. He announced to David that he was going to be the king of Israel. While David was still a young boy, living out in the, in the hills, ostracized from his family, given the lowest job possible, looking after the sheep at night. And in that place, God came to him and announced to him, I'm going to use you to do great and mighty things. God is an announcing God. God is announcing things over your life. Even today, are you listening to his announcements? God announced to Mary that she was going to give birth to a son who was going to transform the world for all eternity when she was just a young girl. She even said to him, how can this be possible? I'm a virgin. And he says, what's possible, impossible with man is possible with God. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. He's going to do great things if you surrender your life to God. He announced to Peter that he was going to lead the church when he denied Christ three times and left. He's an announcing God. He's an announcing God who is announcing things over your life. It doesn't matter if you failed. It doesn't matter if you're afraid. It doesn't matter if you've turned away. Just like these great men and women of the Bible, it does not matter. God is still announcing things over your life. You are not here by accident. You are here on purpose. God knows the purpose for which he created you, and he's announcing it over your life. Are you listening to what he says? Because that is what gives us purpose. That is what gives us significance. That is what gives us value in this life. The announcement. He announced over Paul that he was going to be the person God was going to use to reach the Gentiles when he'd been the one killing Christians. He's an announcing God. He's announcing over your life. God's making an announcement about your life, about your future, and about your destiny. He'll speak to you about, for me, I think, he's speaking to me about being a dad. How to be a great dad. How to be a great husband. How to be a great pastor. How to be a great friend. God. He's announcing, he's speaking, he's declaring, he's leading. God is a communicating God. That's the three observations from this story. And I want to look at three lessons as we finish up. Uh, well, still plenty of time. I've still got 45 minutes. No, I'm just. Three lessons. Uh, I'd like you to write these down if you've got something or, or, uh, or remember them or uh, you can get the podcast after the service if you go to uh, podcast, type in C3 Roselle, all the podcasts are there. It's good to uh, re-listen because God wants to speak to you. Sometimes you don't hear it the first time. So you've got to re-listen to it and he speaks to you. Anyway, number one, what's a lesson that we get from this story? Number one, the humble heart ushers in the voice of God. The humble heart. Isn't it amazing that Samuel, he was there. He was in the house of God. He was serving in the house of God. He was there serving. He was doing what he'd been asked to do. He'd been brought in uh, as a young boy. And he was, he was um, humbly serving in the house. God is looking for the humble heart. 
He's looking for the servant heart, the, the heart that is there to help others, not just there for themselves. And when we get involved in ministry, whether it's serving in church, whether it's serving in a ministry, whether it's serving in some capacity where other people's lives are being transformed, it opens up a gate to hear the voice of God. The Bible says pride, pride stops us from hearing God's voice. When we think, oh, I've got this, I can do this, I can make this happen, it's all about me. It puts a wall between us and God where we can't hear His voice. When we humble ourselves, when we look to serve others, when we look to get involved to make a difference in other people's lives, guess what? The heavens open and we start to hear God's proclamations over our life. Humility is a key to hearing God's voice. Uh, Samuel also said, as Eli instructed him, to say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Not, here I am, what do you got to say to me? <laughs> I've arrived. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Happy to serve. Happy to get involved. Whether it be leading a connect group, which is an awesome thing to do. If you're thinking, thinking or thought about leading a connect group, I want to encourage you to do it. You say, I don't know enough. You know enough. Right now, to be able to speak into the life of somebody else, gather them together and be that person that is allowing or creating an environment where God can hear. Uh, humility, a humbly come, coming into the presence of God, saying, God, speak to me. God, I want to hear your voice. Um, which leads into my second point. Number one, a humble heart ushers in the voice of God. Number two, when you value his voice, you will hear it. Do you really want to hear what he's got to say? Because sometimes we don't want to hear what he's got to say. We don't want to hear what he's got to say. But also, um, God is an announcing God, as I said, but he's not a shouting God. He's not a hollerer. He you, know, you know that ad, holler for Marshall? <laughs> you don't holler for God. God's not hollering at you. He is announcing, but he's not hollering. He's not shouting. What you have to do, as it says there, you've got to silence the competing voices. You've got to say, you know what, there's that many voices out there that are trying to get your attention. The voices of culture, the voices of media, you know, the, vo the voices of uh, other people that have agendas in this world, in our society, all telling you who you should be, all telling you what you should do. So many voices, so many, so many things coming at you that you've got to go, you know what, I need to put myself in a place where I can hear the voice the voice of God. Um, so silencing some of those competing voices. It means taking some time aside, you know, from social media or from television or from these things and, and just getting aside saying, God, here I am. I want to hear your voice. I want to know what you think about this, where I should go, what I should do. I'm telling you, when you create that kind of space, one word from God will completely change your life. If you're anxious, if you're concerned, worried about your job or about your relationship, your marriage, worried about the future, and you can read a thousand um, Tony Robbins, Anthony Robbins books or positive mental attitude, and you can go through, and those things have a place. But I can tell you this, when you hear one voice from God that says, it's going to be okay, one word like that, well, that's not one word, but one statement like that says, 
it's going to be okay. Absolutely brings a peace that the Bible says transcends understanding. It's not a peace based on the fact that, oh, I know how it's all going to work out. And, uh, no, it's a peace that transcends the circumstances that goes, I don't know why I feel so good. Like what Anita was saying. I've just been told that my life is going to end. I don't know why I have such peace. That is the peace of God that transcends understanding. And that is available to every single person, every single person that hears that voice so that no matter what you're facing, you might not always have the answer, but you've got an assurance in your heart, this is going to work out for good. This is going to be okay. That's why I like when, you know, Joe gets up and leads the service. He goes, your best days are ahead of you. Your best is yet to come. That is so true. You say, how do you know? Because the Bible says it. And it's got to be right. Um, so the humble heart. I encourage you to just move to a place of humility. So, you know, I don't know it all. I haven't got it all together. God, help me in that place. Value His voice. How do you value it? You find space. You set some time aside to read the Bible, to go to connect group. You know, God speaks. He doesn't just speak directly. He does speak directly at times like this. He also speaks through His Word. He speaks here in an environment like this where the, the Word of God is preached and the Holy Spirit is applying it to your life and your circumstances, bringing faith, bringing hope, bringing love. And He also speaks through the body of Christ. That's why getting together, gathering, being in those places, socializing where God speaks and encourages. Uh, Penny, simply by being there for Anita, was God for her at that point. I'm not saying she's God, but God orchestrated that to show his love and to invite her back to church. You know, with this spectacular coming out, Christmas spectacular, you are God's representative in the world for some people in your life that aren't listening to God. They're not saying I'm attuning myself to God's voice, but they'll hear your voice when you say, hey, come to church. Bring your kids. There's going to be so much stuff going on here. It's a great environment. Um, you'll hear a positive message. You'll be encouraged. It's Christmas. By you just reaching out, handing a card or pointing to the social media platforms or inviting them personally, you are being God's voice to them. You say, wow, that's how God speaks to many, many people. So I encourage you, step out and go, you know what? I'm going to be God's boy. I'm going to take some flyers. I'm going to point them to the social media. I'm going to share it on Facebook. I'm going to invite some people, get the date, and then go pick them up, whatever you have to do to get them here. And then you are God's voice to them, God's representative that can change their life and their eternity simply by an invitation. So value His voice, you'll hear it. And the last point uh, is that uh, whatever, and it's, I spoke about this uh, last week as well, but whatever he says to do, do it. Um, when we obey him, he asks us to do something and we do it. That also releases God's word and his, and his uh, communication. By doing what God asks us to do, we take that step and we hear again. Sometimes we're saying, oh, we want God to tell us the end result. He doesn't always give us the end result. He says, I just want you to take this one step. If you take this one step, then I'll talk to you and I'll show you what the next step is. 
You go, wow, I don't know if I can take that step. He's going, come on, you can do it. You can do it. And sometimes you say, oh, well, I never hear God's voice. Well, He spoke to you, but you still haven't done what He said you to do. <laughs> He's waiting. He's waiting. He's going, well, take that step. Take that step. Oh, no, I don't want to take that one. Give me, give me, give me something else. <laughs> give me something else. And he goes, no, no, this is the step for you. It may be asking Christ into your life. It may be letting go of some baggage or letting go of something. It may be, it may be um, getting rid of some stuff that's going on in your, ha- in your life, some behaviors that you know are not helping. You know they're not helpful, but you're struggling with them. And he's going, you know what, if you let that go, if you stop doing that, if you start doing this, I'm going to move into your world like a flood take you towards the destiny I have for you. God's speaking to you. I know He's speaking to you. He's speaking to you today. He's declaring things over your life and He's leading you into His purpose. And He's got a step for you today. He's got one step for you today. My prayer is that you hear that step and you go, you know what, I'm going to do that. Might be leading a connect group. Might be going to a connect group. Might be getting involved in a service team. It might be reaching out to a person at work that you know he keeps can be a can be a multitude of different things but he's speaking to you today and i want to encourage you to hear and to obey hear and obey just do what he says and you'll find incredible open heaven over your life and your circumstances and we know from the story of samuel as he did what god asked him to do and God communicated with Samuel. He went on to be the great, one of the greatest leaders of Israel that they'd ever seen. In fact, the greatest prophet. The greatest prophet that the land had ever seen from such humble beginnings. But we learn lessons and we see observations. That's what the Bible's there for. And as we apply those lessons to our life, we'll see our potential and our purpose and the reason that we're here being fulfilled by the power of God overcoming impossible circumstances. It's not the circumstances that limit God. Nothing's impossible for God. All He's looking for is people to say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Here I am, Lord. Hearing your voice. Whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to step out and I'm going to do it. And the power of God is released. His voice is declared and your purpose is fulfilled in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning. We thank you, God. Father, I thank you as we come before you today, Lord, that you are leading us, that you are making declarations and announcements over our life. We thank you, God. So many announcements. And I'm telling you, you find them in the Word of God. So many announcements about your future, about your life. You've just got to believe them. Take a hold of it. Begin to speak them yourself. And you watch what God does. Just as we finish here today, I want to ask if you're here today, maybe you've never asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, or maybe you did at some point, but you're away from God right now. You know you're not in that zone of really trusting God, really listening to His voice, really wanting to do what He asks. But you're here today. God's brought you here today. You say, you know what? I need to get my life right with God. I want to do what He's asking me to do in this place, in this presence. If that's you, well, every head's bowed, every eye's closed. I'd love to lead you in a prayer. 
that asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior. That's what that means. It just means to put God first.